1: Hollywood Exiles, from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts.
2: ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life.
0: Today, we talk park runs, New York, Hackney, cycling, heat (laughs) and 29 habits that we should be trying to break before we're 30 and pondering the looming thing that is 30.
2: Hi Lissy. Hello. How are you? You're back. I'm back. Yay. Feels like it's been a long time since I've been on holiday already. No, oh, it always fades quickly. Yes, it does. Way too quickly. But on the plus side, I'm going on the plane again on Friday.
0: Oh my God. You are the jet set life right now.
2: I just love a holiday.
0: Fair. And always a running holiday. Yes, this is a running holiday on Friday. Well, before we get on to that. Yes. Let's recap.
2: Yes. So
0: Tell me your highs and lows of your recent I weeks. I like how we
2: don't call them runner's highs and runner's lows anymore. Just what? I decided just to admit lows. the runner's... <laughs> yeah um well it could be fitness related always be, fitness related actually so i guess the high is that i've actually started doing exercise again um even ran this morning so we ran park run together this morning which we was did fun. well i say fun mm. it was in a really nice field though countryside yes can we call slough the countryside <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently it's slough mm. I think it just feels like countryside because it wasn't in London. And the run was mm. actually not fun at all. I It was quite painful. But yeah, we did it. I felt good after But you're like. running again. Injury yeah. free. Kind of injury free, yeah. Those are high. Yeah. That's a good high. Back up one rebel as well this week, which was oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Did some running on a treadmill there. So, yeah. Trying to work off all of the food I ate in New York. <laughs> now, New York. What fitness things did you do in New York? I did one fitness thing in New York, which was go to a Barry's Bootcamp class. They're pretty infamous there, I think. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. We, it was uh, legs and butt day. So it huh? was um, lots of squats and lots of deadlifts and lots of stepping up on a step. Oh, killer. <laughs> yeah, we felt that for a couple of days afterwards. But <laughs> good, slightly virtuous part of the week to offset all of the fried chicken I ate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the food in New York is amazing. You have to take
0: advantage of that.
2: Yeah, it was kind of like the, the main... Thing that we base all of our other activities around was like, let's go near this restaurant let's go near <laughs> this donut shop good donuts, low, what will I be I'm just really tired still from it bit of jet lag I th- it's not been as bad as I thought it would be I've managed to kind of stay up and stay, battle through it I think that's what you've my... got to do, you have to like pretend but I think. yeah, sleep is kind of quite elusive at the moment yes. haven't really helped have we we've just been going out and chatting Yeah, <laughs> staying up or not. <laughs> staying up chatting what about you?
0: I think my oh, my! eye probably was a bit of this morning's park run because while it was not very enjoyable during the run itself, the scenery was very nice and I really liked it being in
2: <laughs> Slough. <laughs> yeah, it was good views of Windsor Castle, though.
0: Yes, there was a good view of Windsor Castle. And it was very nice to share it with you guys. We had a really nice, like, girly catch-up today. My low. Hmm Well... Last I think weekend, I can guess what it is. <laughs> last weekend. It shouldn't have been a low. It could have been a good one. It could have been a good one, but... It, interestingly, following our last episode when we talked so much about Mind Over Matter and how much, you know, could you think yourself into faster, you can definitely think yourself into slower. <laughs> so Hackney Half was, was to be, predicted to be very hot and I was getting a bit nervy about it being really hot and I was feeling a bit stressed about that anyway. And then... I just didn't want to do it and I've never felt so reluctant to do a race and that like I stood at that start line and was like I don't even want to do it now like I really just didn't get excited at all so didn't really set me off on the best start and then I did spend the whole race just talking myself into it and I really was yeah I was like many a time like should I just stop and then, but then you know you get quite far along. Well, it was like five miles in. Like I kind of thought, well, if I stop now, I'm like in the middle of Hackney. And then I realised I didn't actually have any bank card on me. I didn't have any. Normally, I like put my like a bit of cash or something in my pocket. Didn't even have
2: that. Yeah. So it's not like you could have jumped on a bus or something.
0: No. So it was going to be like it was either like run slash walk on the course or run slash walk on the pavement. So I was like <laughs> oh, I genuinely told to myself, I crossed through, like through halfway and I thought. Well, if I'm gonna walk like on the side, I might as well just stay on the course. So I've pretty much spent the seven miles run walking. But yeah, not not one of my strongest moments. I'm really pleased I saw
2: you. Yeah, so I didn't do Hackney, even though I had a place because of general not training. Which, although I think, if even if I'd trained for that race, if I woke up, I wouldn't one. have done it. I, I genuinely, I hate running in the heat. Anyway, it was 27 degrees. It was so hot. I would have woken up and been like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, and I think that's the sensible thing to do. I felt terrible all week, and I think that's because of the race. Well, yeah, it would have a massive impact there, wouldn't it? Because it was really hot, and then you're really dehydrated, and it's just really tiring. Hot and tired, and all I did was stand <laughs> on the side of the road. Yeah, you still coming and cheered, though. Cheered good. Yeah, great weather for cheering, I have to say. <laughs> good tanning. It's definitely got a really
0: nice atmosphere, that race. There's a mm. lot of people that come out on the street, quite a lot of drums and you know like people playing music and there were yeah. loads of people with their hoses I was running through like you know someone in their front garden yeah, which just had their hose people. out yeah, oh, yeah, that's really nice you could just like run over and she'd spray you down I had my shop blocks in my back pocket and I pulled them out and they fell on the floor mm. and luckily there were so many people giving out jelly babies that I just like had jelly babies on the route so Kind of like, I feel like it was a really positive race from that point of view. Maybe yeah. the weather helps that. But I think from a runner's point of view...
2: Oh, yeah, definitely helps spectators. They're like, oh, yeah, let's sit in our garden. and Yeah, that's nice.
0: But, yeah, the runners, we all, I think everybody just looked a bit mashed. Everybody, like, I saw so many people having a really bad time, you know, medical attention. Really? Yeah, they were just a bit like... I think they need to move the date. <laughs> it just sweet gets It got, really got moved hot. once
2: already, didn't it? Because it used to be yeah. in June, and then yeah. it got moved to May for this Which reason. Which I get, like, you wouldn't have thought it would be that hot no. at the beginning of May. Well, because now it's got freezing f- cold again. It's like a freak weekend it every is. year. It is, it is. But apparently, towards the, by the end of the race, like, after about two and a half hours, anyone that was still on the course, the... Um, race organisers were telling people that they weren't allowed to try and run anymore they had to walk it in really? because it would be too hot and they'd be yeah. out in the sun too long yeah they have been out too long now well I did I did. Them I, I
0: was thinking I was thinking like this is just sunstroke territory isn't it two hours in direct sunlight that's
2: exactly why I wouldn't do it because I get sunstroke really easily so <laughs> just, I just wouldn't want to risk it no the,
0: I mean and of course that makes mentally you're just all I was thinking about the whole time was like this is such a stupid idea why am I doing this but I would say that for, you know, the race organisers were certainly exactly doing things like that. They, yeah, I suppose they had the in... advantage of knowing, like, in the lead up to the race, there was so much, uh, you know, yeah, was, the weather what, was, was, was very well clearly forecasted, forecasted yeah. but they did go really prepared. There was loads of water, loads of, they had a lot of shower stations, more, more than any race I've been to in the past. So it did feel like they were as prepared for the runners as they could be. But poof, tough yeah end of that feeling however what is really nice in the sunshine i've been cycling yes and i actually have been cycling more than week once weekly which was my aim yeah in fact no it was once monthly
2: once monthly yeah because i think yeah, i was starting small yeah you definitely went for the realistic aim yeah, yeah i went safe <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes yeah, so i've been going like a couple of times a week cycling to work and yeah. particularly the end of this week the weather like Cool, you,
2: I understand why people like cycling in the summer now. <laughs> it's really, really nice not to have to like put on all of your clothes. I did think the other day when it was really warm, I was like, This is what through winter like you battle. It's through worth winter. For. Yeah, This is what yeah, you're it's waiting true. for. You got to you have to do the winter to appreciate the summer. Definitely. Maybe. So nice.
0: Yeah, it's such a good thing. Although you
2: now have the kind of awkward it's really easy to put on too many clothes while cycling. Yes. And then you get really sweaty. Especially if you've got a rucksack and then you get really sweaty back, which you just don't have the problem of when it's cold.
0: It's true, I've definitely been experiencing like wearing too many layers. Also getting caught out in that crazy summer shower, spring shower
2: rain. Oh, yeah, I got absolutely soaked the other day. Yeah, I've definitely done that too. So there's oh, yeah. learning so curves after, to be had. After Hackney weekend when it was really hot, I was like, yes, it's summer now. So the next day, or like the next few days, I went to work with like bare legs, tiny little jacket. I was like, yay, it's summer. And then, yeah, one day, had to cycle home in basically just a dress, and it was absolutely pissing it down. Bleak, bleak, very bleak. Bleak. So, what's next in your uh, your running calendar? Oh yes, yeah, so I was just mentioned going to Gothenburg in Sweden on Friday for Yay. the Gothenburg Half Marathon. This is the biggest. It's a the very half famous marathon one in the world. Which is how many people do we see? Sixty-five thousand people. Wow. Um, I'm in the twenty-third start wave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh so God. the race
2: starts at one, and my wave is at quarter to four in the afternoon on a Saturday. So it's all very weird. Why is not that? used to running on a Saturday in the afternoon? Why is like four o'clock the right time? I don't know. It's weird. It seems very so, interesting. Um, that's an interesting one. Let me have a look at what the temperature is going to be. Oh, rain. Good. <laughs> oh no, it's oh going to no. rain all weekend. Oh no. Sixteen degrees and rainy. Okay, good. So that will be fun.
0: oh so after we've just complained about running in hot conditions yeah
2: now it's time to run in the cold yes i haven't i've run like four times in the last two and a half months so this is going to be interesting but you're running with a friend Mm -hmm. yes running with Gosha. he has been on the podcast before and just gonna see how it goes if i have to walk in the rain to walk in the rain but the atmosphere of it will be really fun yeah I know I'm probably not doing the most sensible thing by insisting that I'm going to try and run it, but we're going specifically for this race. I'm not going to go back and do this race another time. It's mm. not somewhere where I'm going to go often. Mm. I'm probably not going to go back to Gothenburg again, so I feel like I ought to just get it done. I oh, really man. want the medal. Is it a good medal? <laughs> don't know, but I just want it. I just want a medal. Yeah, bring it home and share it to us. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see oh, how that goes. I've got two hours to get to 13 k so I don't get picked up by the sweeper, so... Do you have to get to 13K A half? Oh, you're definitely going to get to the halfway point within
0: two hours. <laughs> you could do the whole race in two hours. You will do the whole race in two hours.
2: Yeah. Mm, no,
0: but... Ish. Ish. Yeah, ish.
2: Hopefully less than four.
0: Yes, I'm hoping for less than four. More <laughs> for the point of being out in the rain for four hours it doesn't sound that nice. Yeah. <laughs> What's next for you? I don't have any races booked in at the moment. That's me. That's my races plan for now.
2: There's, you have oh. yours. You, even your September October is. I've also now just booked two more half marathons in, one in September, one in October. You've gone from no races to all the races. Oh, yeah, I'm just a sucker for going going away for races. Um, so I've in the last week booked Stockholm half in September and Amsterdam half in October. I mean, neither of which I've done before. Great destinations. Yeah, that's why running tourism is great. So I am very
0: tempted to join you for one of those, potentially the Amsterdam one, but I need to,
2: that's more of a finances related thing than a running related thing. I've had this sub two goal for quite some time, which was supposed to be happening at Gothenburg, which obviously now isn't, because Mm. my foot's been hurting, so now I'm giving myself two more opportunities in the autumn to do it, which I'm going to say now is probably not going to happen because I'm really bad at training through the summer, so... Get you up this is a rolling rolling goal, goal.
0: goal. like you got your rebel. the one rebel stuff is going to help
2: I'm really good at getting up and going to classes in the morning I'm rubbish at going for a run before work do a class that involves a bit of running in the morning yeah so I'm thinking like going to the one with treadmill stuff in it yeah is helpful it's a good way to do it so I think I just need to make training a bit more of a habit again because I've had a few weeks of not really doing anything so I've kind of got out of the routine it's all about routine all about habits. That's how I inject doing cycling. Yeah. Yay. Have to make it a habit. Um, so we actually read a really interesting article the other yeah, day yeah. about habits. So we're both almost at 30. Mm. Not quite. Okay, almost at 29. Which is bad enough. Looming. Looming. Looming very fast. <laughs> um, and Mind was than a... <laughs> And there was an article the other day about habits to break before you're 30. 29 habits. Yeah. before you're 30 and I have to say i related to quite a lot of them yeah because when I started to read
0: it we featured it in our internet reads actually and I thought when I read the headline that it was going to be full of kind of like trashy like silly things yeah like it would be a joke article mm. and actually all of it I was like oh yeah yeah I do oh yeah I actually that my one the first one was like spending money on cheap clothes which I definitely am really bad for Because I'm not very good at committing a lot of money in one go. Mm. I'm very volume based on the clothes.
2: Yeah, it's hard to buy just one thing for a lot of money when you think, oh, I could get five tops for this much money. Yeah, I still crave variety. But yeah, the variety thing is interesting as well. But I'm not very good at doing this myself, but I'm a big believer in less but better quality. I try really hard, but then I fall into H&M and then it all goes awry. That's kind of what happens to me. Also,
0: like, I remember talking to someone about this and they were talking about things like... we were talking about how you should have, like, your own work uniform. Mm. If you had your kind of self-captual wardrobe, you'd invest in certain pieces because that would be like your... That's what you are and that's, you know, kind of like the quality... You'd then be having the better quality clothes and you'd have less of them. But because probably I haven't really ever quite figured out what that is. I've just bought volume for... right. That means I can change my mood depending yeah, on what I feel like. Yeah, I think I,
2: I like. have too many different, like, styles to have that limited kind of uniform thing like this week I've gone to work in a really really smart tailored dress and the next day I went to work in uh, like jeans and a t-shirt so completely like different looks I couldn't be the same every day No. no one of my things that is linked to this about
0: you know stop spending money on cheap clothes like stop like buying twice all the time trying to dress more I don't know not smartly at work but to feel like that you you're wearing an outfit <laughs> rather mm. than because mine typically can be a bit I can be very lazy in the clothes I wear and very like particularly if I've ran in or something it's like what fits in my backpack and um, doesn't crease feeling. yeah and I think in order for me to be taken a bit more seriously I should dress a bit more appropriately <laughs> but not in like a, not well no that's not true not, not in like not a, appropriately yeah not like Just oh know. yeah I'm gonna rock out a power dress. As in, I think, uh, like, dress with taste and dress with style. Yeah.
2: Yeah, sometimes I really can't be bothered, like, the jeans and a t-shirt day. And I don't feel like that's the day I'm going to have my most powerful conversations with people. Yeah, that's my, like, leave me at my desk day. Yeah, I'm just going to do some work on my own in the corner day. (laughs) Um, So the top one for me, which I just cannot seem to ever crack, is not being late for things. (laughs) I know worse people. Yeah, so I, I think this is actually more annoying because I'm never really really late for things i'm probably between 10 and 20 minutes late for everything just ooh, 20 minutes is a lot 20 minutes is like the top end of my lateness like that happens very rarely usually it's about 10 minutes and it's purely because i just haven't quite left enough time if i have to wait five minutes for a tube instead of one yeah, Whereas... know, I build in absolutely no buffer. So if City Mapper says it's going to take thirty-two minutes to get somewhere, I will leave thirty minutes. <laughs> Whereas I leave like thirty-five. Yeah, but then I'm also terminally early, and that's really annoying. Well, and... this is the thing that stops me is because I I try and be better at it, and then I'm early for a bit, and then I'm like, this is why I'm never early for things because you waste so much time hanging around waiting for other people. <laughs> yeah, because you realise that bit's really boring. But also, after almost missing my flight. <sighs> Last, you know that brings like hives into my body so I got to the airport really late and then my bag got shot off down the extra check thing at security in a massive queue 25 minutes till our plane was taking off I just cried I didn't Uh, know what else to do I just broke down at security I was like you need to help me I'm going to miss my plane Maybe crying is the best option. (laughs) Well, I didn't do it deliberately. I just (laughs) was
0: like, this is horrible. We're going to miss our flight. As a near 30 year old woman, my solution to nearly missing my flight is to cry on someone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That probably should be Um, a list on here. So yeah, I kind of thought maybe instead of almost missing my flight, I should just got there a bit earlier. I've only ever missed one plane, uh, not plane, train. I'm pretty good at not missing trains, but I'm always the person that's like sprinting through St Pancras. Mm-hmm. And then all like hot and sweaty when I finally get on the train. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. <laughs>
0: and then I'm the person who's like sat and had a coffee for so long that I'm like bone bored already. I've, like, yeah, you like phone, this but... two hour journey is yeah, taking yeah. three hours because I've just like sat on the train yeah. for so long. <laughs> so there's definitely a balance to be struck. What are the other ones on this? I quite like uh, surrounding that whole work thing. Mm. Mine is not being afraid to ask for a raise. Yes. And well, I have good
2: knowledge now on techniques to do this so i actually asked for a pay rise a couple of months ago and got one which i'm not i feel really it's weird, weird. It i so feel surprised about i feel really it. weird admitting it like it's it should be a secret but why should it be a secret because
0: well that's it, what one of the things on the list says don't be ashamed of your success you were successful and you deserved, i haven't it. i
2: hadn't admitted that to anyone i work with so if they listen to this they'll find out for the first time but i why should i um yeah I've got my money woohoo <laughs> it depends yeah. how your company is and what tra- what how
0: transparent your company is yeah and it can be very uncomfortable because you can discover I've been in a work environment
2: in past places where I've discovered that pe- we are on all one wildly different yeah. salaries and we can and all be doing the same thing. I talk. think that's probably what makes it so uncomfortable so I think the lesson here is if you don't ask you don't get and I'm really no. bad at asking for things that I feel uncomfortable or feel like I don't deserve or the rules say that it's actually this, so I'm not even going to bother asking. I'm very law-abiding when it comes to Oh, anything. yeah, definitely. Me too. Even to the point where, like, if I'm in a tube station and it says, don't go down those stairs, go down those stairs, I'm like, it says no entry on that one, so you've got to oh, go down yeah. that one. Well, But um... that's because I'm very much... Everyone should just do what they're supposed to and then, every... then it all works better for everyone, which is probably some kind of very high moral... <laughs> I love this is what I don't like about this like you know break all these habits it's
0: like oh man I've got to address a lot of things yeah, that are like quick, embedded deep, into my yeah. psyche and or near do.
2: on they. of not daring to ask for whatever it might be which probably means you know I'm
0: sure we'll look back on this and ask for everything we want <laughs> you've got your race so it's proved that it's successful so we should apply these things in our lives yeah some days you just don't really feel like
2: doing that no. so my next one was actually doing grocery shopping i feel like this is naughty of you you're so like into your cycling
0: into your how like good health lots of fitness and yet how often are you eating out if this means you're not buying groceries
2: yeah quite often admittedly i've been away a bit recently but i can't remember the That's last true. time i did a food shop like a proper one mm. there's never any food in my fridge probably for at least three months there's not been any food <laughs> in my fridge other than maybe a pack of butter and a block of cheese <laughs> ready to snack on yep I just, just, I feel like that's one of the key things that makes me feel like I've got my shit together. Having like food in your fridge. I must say, mine's like food prep.
0: You know, like if, if I do my lunches for a week, mm. I feel very organised. For me, it's dinner. Very so I,
2: I have made the conscious decision to always eat breakfast and lunch at, my office because my canteen's quite cheap so I've kind of budgeted for the fact that mm, I have a certain amount of, a day and that's probably for me the most cost-effective way of doing it but dinners I'm really bad at oh, I don't know going to Spanish class and getting home at nine o'clock and being like oh I've got no food whereas this week I actually did have a, like every night I came home and had stuff ready to eat straight away oh and that's yeah. how I like being and that makes a difference so you don't it? end up eating like yeah you don't crumpets default. for dinner <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know when you look back and you're like.
0: That day I ate porridge for dinner, and you're like, this is a dark time. Yeah, crumpets is not. I'm all a for bread, you know, I all like a brinner, but I think a brinner. <laughs> a brinner's great, but I I think it needs to involve protein. I actually did have
2: brinner the other day. I had like scrambled egg, avo, mushrooms. Yeah, that's great. That's fine, that's nutritious. That's balanced. But a crumpet. Uh, yeah, not porridge
0: Porridge is not... It's also weird. It was too strange. I didn't deal with it very well. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I felt really confused. We've spoken before about eating the right oh, food yeah. at the right time, actually.
0: <laughs> we need to live by our rules. Yeah. Oh, man. Go on, give me one more. My, my last one is the, cause the one that it finishes with, and I think it's like a... You have to stop waiting for real life to start. That just makes me feel a bit freaked out, because I know I'm such a sucker for like, oh, well, you know, when I'm a grown-up, I'll do this like the clothes thing
2: yeah but where's the
0: it's scary because what what's the only thing that's preventing you making any changes is ourselves it's like our own to to spend
2: 50 pounds on a (laughs) t-shirt yes yes
0: and maybe that's the ideal signaler of grown-upness is it but that waiting for real life to start like stop thinking oh i'll do that when i can do this is a really hard obstacle to overcome i think the reality that I know I know and the next decade is going to be as exciting as the last one but I don't know you're just very aware that your 20s are coming to a last 10 years <laughs> and very formative one
2: <sighs> yeah makes me depressed what that you're not going to be in your 20s anymore
0: uh, not that like as in the like that the last decade has passed I think yeah and I've had a really good time but <laughs> well, I'm like oh my god like when I was younger, you know, people who you knew were 30 were.
2: Oh, yeah, they're like proper grown ups. You yeah, know, they have a shit together. <laughs> Your face it's like pallid.
0: <gasps> yeah, that was a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, know
2: anymore? Yeah.
0: But, I mean, they were 29, I probably could have gone through all of them to be fair.
2: Yeah. Um, mine's just. Well, mine's number nine staying with a partner who makes you feel anything less than awesome. And I think this is such a stupid, like, teenage thing to do, and I do it all the time. I say this phrase all the time, actually. We know it's not always sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) Life
0: it's not sunshine and rainbows. But overall, your partner
2: (laughs) should make you feel happy, secure, beautiful and loved. And, yeah, there's been people that don't do that and I keep chasing around after them like an idiot, so... Like a teen. Like a teen, yeah. Like a teen on heat. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not even, like, be a 30-year-old, that's just don't be a teenager. (laughs) But I think that's true, not just
0: of... um... Things in love as well. It can be in just life in general. Mm. Like people. Yeah. They talk quite a lot, don't they, about... Like, we've talked about it with our, with the experiences with friends. And how much you should just be, like, embrace the people who make you feel awesome and support you.
2: Oh, yeah. I think there's something about there, actually, about... Don't flake out on friendships, but equally, if it's a, like, rubbish friendship or relationship or whatever, then you... Just move yeah, on. Yeah, it's fine to just let it go. Good. Good idea.
0: I actually read book called busy which all talks about it talks about you know we've talked about it before like the chronic feeling of being busy and blaming it all of the time and he did i'm not sure if this is a theory i haven't quite worked it out but he reckons your capacity for knowing people is 150 people and you can only manage relationships with 15 people okay that kind of like that's your kind of max number a decent level yeah that makes you feel connected and valued and da, da, da. Um, and I thought that was an interesting like I haven't quite thought through whether I think that's a, a true thing or not mm. but I do think it's true that sometimes I can feel either that I spread myself too thinly mm. or I'm too concentrated so maybe that 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 measurement of a number is a good way of steering yeah but then it's like weird because then you kind of have to be like is there like a weird line where you're like well you're number 16 so, so yeah. you're out
2: <laughs> I don't know I feel like that feels like quite a good number actually yeah when I you that includes everyone like family yeah um, he did reference or that kind he of thing.
0: referenced like yeah it's about like the whole touch point of your life mm. and yeah I thought that was quite an interesting concept mm.
2: yes have we got anything else to talk about this week I don't think we have no cool well if you like the sound... well we'll tweet the link to that article mm. again we also included it in our newsletter so for more interesting internet reads, subscribe to our newsletter.
0: Yeah, which you can find on our website, which is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and a little bit of Facebook. I'm not starting the Snapchat yet. Then. Oh, yeah. Well, I just follow Lizzie on Snapchat. sounds like a lot of stuff goes
2: down. <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> okay, this is not a chat for now. I wanted to ask you some intricacies of Snapchat. Okay. Uh, like... So could anyone see retrospectively what you've posted? That's it, it just disappears. Just just for 24 hours if you do a story. That is the concept of Snapchat. But the thing I'm
2: really enjoying about Snapchat at the moment is that I am living a social life vicariously through my younger colleagues. (laughs) Because basically what people do is they get drunk and then they Snapchat their whole evening. So and like, you watch them. We're joke. in this bar. We're in this bar. We're in this bar. Uh-huh. We're dancing. We're dancing. We're dancing. We're dancing. We're having a shot. We're fallen asleep. <laughs> Here's me on the bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, that actually what happened the other morning. I woke up and managed to see the whole of the previous night in like short video form. And I was like, oh yay! Now I don't know. need to you know be out having a hangover. <laughs> um, I actually think one of those habits is don't live through social media. Seriously. <laughs> so uh, interesting. Okay. So I should be going out and getting drunk. Yeah, jo- I should jo- be oh, going, going out fine. and getting drunk. But then one of them was also don't get too drunk. Oh, my God, this is so confusing. (laughs) So many rules. So many rules. Well, that's it for this week. The only rule is follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yay! And subscribe. And subscribe to the newsletter.
0: And leave us a nice feedback. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please. See you soon.
1: Selling a little or a lot? Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
2: ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
1: Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin and many others, were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles, from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com